Welcome back to the Blackcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. And today we have Jeff's birthday podcast. Woohoo! Yeah. Happy birthday to me. So when this comes out, it's coming out on the 10th, and my birthday was a day prior, so February 9th. Yeah. And today we are doing, I chose a band that is a favorite, still a favorite band of mine to this day, but has been very influential in my life. And we're dedicating an entire episode talking about Good Charlotte, which is not metal, but <laughs> Matt has been gracious enough to allow me to talk about it because it's uh, his birthday fair. episode. Yeah, his birthday <laughs> episode we did Motionless and White, which is metal, but we dedicated an entire episode to that band. So um, Matt, I forget when it was, but claims that he never heard good charlotte or like a song here and there throughout his life and i never i've heard the i've heard the the playlist that you sent me uh i had heard probably like two or three songs off of that but i had no idea who they were when like it was just something would pop on the radio or it was used in like nickelodeon movies or something like that at one point in time one of the songs might have been uh maybe in some child some child movie child movie yeah yeah i think yeah they they did have a lot of radio play back in the day mm-hmm. um back I, back in their prime i'd say i think their prime was definitely like these two albums and then possibly the one like right after it okay. but well, a little bit right after it but then it they they're still big and they get a lot of monthly listeners still but they're not um you know as like it's so much in the spotlight anymore, even though they're still, you know, coming out with music every uh, couple years. Um, but I've been listening to these guys since I was in like sixth or seventh grade. So middle school when I found out about them and they just blew me away just because I, I, I just how catchy the songs were. And it was like the first these guys were the first band that. I, uh, they, they were the first band that really made me start paying attention to music. And, um, they're the ones that inspired me to start playing guitar. Um, and I wanted to learn all their songs. So I had, so we're, we're talking about, uh, in this playlist I created, we're talking about two albums, um, or my favorite songs from their second and third album, uh, Second one is uh, Young and the Hopeless. And then the third album is The Chronicles of Life and Death. And I had The Young and the Hopeless. I had that guitar transcription book and I read it like a Bible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I learned pretty much every song on there. Um, You know, that that was around when I first started playing guitar. So, you know, as best as best as I could interpret, you know, reading the music and that type of thing. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'd have to change it, you know, hearing it by ear. I'm like that, what they wrote down in that book doesn't sound right. Cause it's not like they, it's not like the band wrote it. It's some other company Somebody that's hearing it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So I would, I would definitely say that without finding out about these guys, I don't think that I would be in the same spot, like musically or guitar 
guitarily <laughs> to this guitarily to this day. Yeah, to this day. So uh, I owe a huge part of my uh, musical influence and um, yeah musicianship to these to these guys. So that's sort of my little intro. So what? So uh, Matt told me you told me that you had three songs that you really liked. So like, what did you think? Overall, I know you don't really listen to like a lot of there's like some kind of like punk influences and there's it's a little more poppy, I think, maybe than you're you normally. Go yeah, for. it's. Um, I would say if I was in middle school, like if we're going back to middle school time, I probably would have really liked it just because that's this might have been a little bit closer to what I kind of got in on to like getting into rock and roll and stuff like that Uh for me, like my intro was um, like the hard rock of like disturbed and stuff like that. But before them, I was introduced to like pillar and cutlass and a couple other softy, more pop rock stuff. And I would say that growing up, this good Charlotte was uh, at least like the anthem was a, uh, was a really popular song and like everybody knew it. Mm-hmm. I never knew it was Good Charlotte. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I never knew who, I, I'm really bad with names. So that whole, uh, yeah, so I think I would have enjoyed it more. So it wasn't bad. It just, it wasn't my cup of tea. But if it, if we were back in middle school, I probably would have mm-hmm. enjoyed it because mm-hmm. it sounds like something I would have kind of gotten into. Uh, I, I really enjoyed, uh, a new beginning. I know it's just like an intro, uh, a little ditty, but it sounds like the beginning of like a Tim Burton film. And, you know, you know, funny you say that because one of the guitarists, um, Billy Martin, I think his name is Billy Martin. Um, I know it's Billy, but he's, he, he's very, uh, Tim Burton inspired okay. by the way that he like the way like his art style he has like his own uh, like comic comic book or like he does art he's a he's an he's an amazing drawer so I think okay. he did all the artwork for the Chronicles of Life and Death um, like on the inside you know yeah. um, which you can't really tell by Spotify but uh, yeah. yeah so that so and and to be honest I really like I wouldn't be surprised if he had some influence writing that one because most of the songwriting is with the lead singer Joel and the rhythm guitarist Benji because they're twin brothers. Okay. And the lead singer is Joel and his brother does the backup harmony singing. Okay. So they kind of have like since they're twins they have the same voice and so their harmonies sound, you know, really um spot on on, yeah just tamper their voice so that's cool um so i wouldn't be surprised if billy martin had some influence in writing that one because i know for sure at least on um chronicles and life and death yeah he had a heavy influence writing ghost of you and mountain okay um and i would say that like mountain is probably my favorite good charlotte song i i can think of right now um 
But uh, yeah, those uh, those short little intro things, they they usually try to do that for each album. Um, some are better than others. Yeah. Like these two were, mo- I would say, more like full fledged like songs that you could listen to. Whereas like some other albums, it, it's just kind of kind of some like noise and, you know, like a 30 second ditty or something. Yeah. Like little intro things. But these two were definitely like songs that you could throw on a playlist and like want to listen to. So, yeah. Um, so a new beginning was one of them. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that one. Uh, and then from the same album story of my old man, that one was pretty good. Okay. I just, uh, see, I, w- I like the see, story like, it told and just kind okay. of fun. Yeah. That one, um, th- they, it seems a lot in this album, young and the hopeless, yeah. Their father walked out on them. Yeah. When when they were really young. And there's a recurring theme uh that's very prevalent in a lot of their lyrics about mm-hmm. how they uh they hated him for it, but they kind of forgive him for it. Um like Story of Mile Man was definitely one of them. Um Emotionless was like directly directed. To, to him which was like that like ballad yeah acoustic guitar one um yeah so i know it, at yeah. the like what i i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you oh no no go ahead uh i was the so in the story of my old man at like 40 seconds i liked the oh it starts where he like starts listing off the days like money woke up started hating life and it oh, just yeah the whole like progression or regression of how it just kind of explains why he walked out or left. I, it's not positive, no. but it's, they sing it in such a tone where it's, it's very uplifting or like it's, it's poppy. So it's just kind of, you almost forget that that it's not a good thing that this is happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the song itself just doesn't sound that just doesn't sound that sad. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'm it's, actually, oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually surprised that you liked that one kind of, because I think, um, I think uh, after last week when yeah. we recorded every time I die, you're like, yeah, I just don't like punk at all. I'm like, uh Oh, <laughs> so like, I I guess like the uh, that like f- the 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 more like punky pop influences that they that this band has yeah I was a little uh, armpits my armpits got a little sweaty at times I was like oh I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna be a good week for Matt or not so I'm and actually that was this was one of them I was not expecting you to like I think oh yeah uh, but uh, I, yeah so that, and I think I it's just that. that part like that I think that that kind of like because yeah it is very punky very like pop punky and whatnot, but just that whole like progression or like regression of him, of them explaining how their dad just was like, I'm done and just left it. Mm -hmm. It's, it was strange to have it sung with like a pause. Yeah. Yeah. They like slow the whole song down. Yeah. Yeah. It had like a positive spin almost on it. Like normally with music I listen to, it's, they would have talked about like hunting them down and like 
beating the shit out of him or something where this was just kind of uh yeah he just left and this is this is why like he hated his life so he just left and but we're mm-hmm. okay now it's sort of so i don't know it was just a yeah i, I yeah, wouldn't say i didn't not like any of the songs it just i wouldn't turn it on yeah yeah and you know i don't they're still they're still a favorite band of mine i don't yeah. listen to them all the time anymore but now they, you know since we got uh since i made this playlist for us uh i i listened to you know more good charlotte in the last like week or so than than i normally do just on a regular yeah. basis but because i just i've been i have every single one of these songs memorized pretty much from like every <laughs> from like every album that they put out except the first one i didn't i didn't care for their first album that much but um is that why that wasn't on the playlist yeah, I I just chose these two albums because they're most they influenced me the most. Okay. Um and to like directly mimic that story of my old man where they're talking about their dad, um, in emotionless when they they're it's basically a song directed at him. And yeah. like there's a line in there where it's uh, where they say, um, we're not okay. It's not okay, but we're all right. Like, I just like the play on words there. Like, it's not okay mm-hmm. that you did that, but we're all, you know, it's all right. We, we turned out okay. Um, but uh, I remember listening to the shit out of the anthem, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, and yeah. Girls and Boys when those songs were like, those were the radio hits. Yeah. And then I don't, I don't know what, what I was thinking back in the day, but I was like, oh, that band only has three songs. You know, so like when I went to the store or something, I don't know why. Cause like, th- like, 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 like I mentioned earlier, like this was like my, the first band where I really started like paying attention to music and yeah. was like, you know, finding genres that I liked and that type of thing. And mm-hmm. I like went to the store or something and I saw the CD. I was like, oh, wait, there's like all CD full of, full of other songs I don't know. And I was just dying to buy it. So this is like the first CD that I ever owned. And I still have that same copy somewhere. Nice. I, I know, I know I have it still. And when I bought the guitar book, you know, I was in seventh grade. So like my uh, parents were kind of, they're not like overly protective, but like they, you know, back just kind of since mm-hmm. I was younger, they just yeah. want to be careful about like the types of the lyrics I'm listening to. So I've, so when the, so when, when I was, I wanted to buy the guitar book, and we found it in the store, you know, my dad opens up and they have like the lyrics and he says, Oh, my bloody Valentine, what's this? And he opens, <laughs> he opens up the book to that, to that page. And like the, one of the first lines is like, he's like, I ripped out his throat. <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> you would pick that. Like, I promise like not the rest, like the rest of the songs are not <laughs> like violent like that, that, you know, um, and they're not like overly violent band or anything like that. But, uh, you know, they have a line here and there that sounds like that, but yeah, I would say that's like their most violent song, but it was just like, Oh crap. He's not going to let me buy it now, but I, he did. And I still have that guitar book too. And it's still pretty much in like pristine condition. That's amazing Um, that it's not like ripped apart or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like seventh grade me would have got it, used it and like thrown it somewhere. And Oh man, I, uh, yeah, uh, that was, re- yeah, I, I, I took such good care of it and I don't think I wrote in it or anything. Um, maybe I put my name in there, but 
after that, once I started getting better at guitar, I, you know, all these songs on like Chronicles of Life and Death. Um, yeah. Uh, I just started like learning things by ear. And uh, yeah, so um, because like Chronicles of Life and Death, that was the first time I was like waiting for an album to come out and would just, they had like the the Good Charlotte website had like previews of songs of like 30 seconds that I could listen to or something. (laughs) I just remember, oh, repeat, just (laughs) repeat, repeat, repeat. And, you know, and man, when Predictable came out, it was just, I didn't even have words for how great or how much I loved that song. But, uh, cause like Chronicles of, but I, I remember when Chronicles of Life and Death came out, I was really upset because if you'll notice on the, on the playlist, the album, it says life version. Yeah. There was a death version where each album had its own like bonus track that was specific to that album. And that was back in the day of like CDs. Right. So like I was, I was pissed because I bought the life version. I had to choose, you know, I couldn't just go to Spotify and, and like listen to the other bonus tracks. So I'm like, there's another good Charlotte song out there that I can't just listen to all the time. (laughs) And I was just mad. I was mad. So I, I had to choose and I, I, I still, I think to this day, I still like the life bonus track more than uh, the other one. But uh, yeah, that that was that was a big that was the biggest problem in my life at that time. Not being able to listen to the bonus track of uh, <laughs> Good Charlotte. So, yeah. Um, Heck, I remember when Of Mice and Men put a bonus track on a song or put a bonus track on a CD and didn't tell anybody. Oh, I remember that. Oh, was that the sleeping? It was like the acoustic one. Uh, I think so. I don't. When you when you fall asleep at night or something. It might have. It might have been that. I was. I just remember like getting the CD because. And then, man, I forgot about bonus tracks. Yeah, that's. Yeah, because it was funny because I remember like looking down the the list, like getting the CD, putting in my car, listening to it, and then. You know, then all of a sudden, like thinking the song, it's going to be over with because I was going through the list with the on the back, and then all of a sudden, this extra song comes on. I was like, "What? What? Like mm-hmm. another?" And then, yeah, it gets hyped. So I could I could understand that feeling of there's a whole other song out there that you can't listen. And this is like before the internet was really big, so it's not like you could just go online and find it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah you couldn't there i don't back then i i, I don't even think youtube was around um, where you could where you could like 2000 not. uh let me think here uh 2004 i think is when it came out yeah 2004 so maybe it was just starting just it wasn't like big YouTube. at all yeah youtube was february 14th 2005 Okay. So yeah. So yeah, it was right before YouTube came out. And so it's not like, so you couldn't just go somewhere to really just listen to it that, you know, that easily. Yeah. Unless they had like a music video, but, uh, luckily with them, they made it obvious that there was a bonus track. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very, it's not like it was hidden, but they did have a hidden track at the end of the bonus track. I think what that wounded, like if you click on, uh, 
Unwounded. So if you click on the album, yeah, that song "Wounded," yeah, that was like a hidden track at the end of something. It might have been at the end of "In This World," "Murder," huh. um, or at the end of "Falling Away." I can't remember which one, but it was you know five. Mi- There's like five minutes of silence, and then, and then you heard that. But I didn't like that one. I just, I, I don't like that song. Looking by but, the uh, by the plays not many other people did either no it's not it's not it's not that good uh um uh but uh yeah i I, it's it's almost uh, but you know i've never seen him in concert i've never seen him live and i think they're still playing to this day um you know it would be cool to see them at least once before I die, I think. But, uh, but, um, I, I, what I really like about their sound and what I've noticed that like, I didn't really pay attention to that much. Like when I first started listening is that I, what I really like about their, about the guitarists is like, they, they don't always both guitar players. They don't always do the same thing in like the left and the right channel. Yeah. Um, so like they each have their own part that they play. So it's not so like during the chorus, what's most common for like a lot of bands is that, you know, they'll be playing the same chords, you know, to give it like a full sound. But like specifically in like, I think like in Walk Away and like Predictable, you can hear two different things going on. Uh, like one guitarist might be playing chords during the chorus or and then the other guy is playing some kind of like lead thing um like the clean the clean guitar it's kind of like a i don't even know i don't know how to describe it but like uh like if you go to forty five seconds and walk away. That that like lead guitar sound, I don't know how they do it, but it just it's amazing to me. It almost sounds like uh, slightly acoustic or something. That yeah yeah, I don't know how to describe that guitar tone, but. It's- really warm it's almost like they took the clean and like made it really really clean and then they put a slight distortion on it yeah yeah because like there's a little there's distortion there but yeah i can hear it because it's almost like you can hear the strings like the right right like the twang yeah so like that type of thing i'm still studying to this day (laughs) Yeah. hearing you know hearing things but um i i really like that they uh they it's almost like they write <clears throat> they almost write like two different guitar parts for each song and and uh obviously i am aware of all the things they're playing over the years but um something that i didn't fully appreciate maybe until recently because it's it's almost like you don't see that anymore yeah you always see like a double tracked 
rhythm and then like some kind of lead on top of that. But um, I'm going to see if I can find a photo of Billy's artwork because it's okay. Um, yeah, I was just looking for tour dates to see if they were still playing and whatnot. They haven't done a show since June 30th, 2019. That doesn't okay. mean because they're still together, right? Oh, yeah. So I wonder if they're just writing an album and then they'll come do a concert after the album. Could be because they don't um, like lately their last few albums. Uh, they. It's not like they're coming out with one like every two years. It seemed like every like three or four years. Yeah. So it's not like a typical, you know, what do you call it? Like life cycle of an album for them. Um, surprisingly, they've they've maintained a lot of the same members over the years, like the same core four members. Um, yeah. Benji, Joel. Joel, Billy, and Paul. Yeah. Are all the same. They've just changed a lot of drummers over the years. Um, they never really had like a, a main consistent drummer. I think, I think they do now, but it seemed like with every new album, there was a new, um, so new drummer, Aaron, S. I, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce that. So Aaron, uh, was Aaron, their drummer on Wikipedia. Yeah. Was their drummer from 95 to 2001 or just, just before 2002 and that's when they did uh so 2001 was their first album that's crazy they were they were a band for five six six seven yeah five five six years before they uh put out their first album that's mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah and, and you uh, can find like you can find some of those really old recordings of of their band oh, before yeah. their first album came out and uh, I'll, I'll turn them on every once in a while. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. so then they had Chris Wilson from like 2003 to 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. And after that, so then from 2000, well, it looks like 2006, uh, Dean Butterworth yeah. has been... So has been doing it and that's almost 20 years there. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause, cause young and the hopeless came out in 2002. So that one's yeah. about 20 years old. Um, that's crazy. So yeah. Cause like, so Chris Wilson would have been the drummer, like live, dr- like the drummer on the Chronicles of life and death album. And then I think live cause on, on it says session musicians, Josh freeze, did drums on young and the hopeless. So yeah, I think they had, they, I think they hired him probably. Oh, okay. For the album. Yeah. Um, but I still think even to this day, like the, the production value of everything holds up, uh, yeah, everything. Cause like some of these drum sounds, I'm like, man, I love the sound of those toms and the snare and everything. <laughs> guitar tone and, doesn't sound like 
you know, overly raw and, you know, like it just, it just holds up to this day still. I still love it. Um, yeah, it was, I would say it's, it's one of the better pop punk that I've heard. Like I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not into it all that much, but I, mm-hmm. Okay, Wikipedia, you can stop. <laughs> Genres. Pop punk, okay, yeah. Alternative rock, okay, yeah. It's pop punk and then it's punk rock. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Emo. <laughs> okay. Emo. Okay. Okay, well, Wikipedia. Settle down now. If you Google, if you if you Google Good Charlotte, you can see what, what they used to look like and how they dressed. Yeah, I saw that poster you used to have in your room. Like... Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that poster. Yeah. That was on my door. Yep. Oh, I wonder what happened to that poster. I probably threw it away. Oh no. Oh man. Yeah. Bummer. Fuck. I forgot I had a poster then for it's just like you you forget that it's there, you know, yeah. after some after so long. But I used to admire their tattoos all the time. Um I like. I really liked Benji's tattoos, like his arm tattoos. I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. You know, like 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 sleeves and All stuff. Sleeved out, yeah, yeah. And he used to have the uh, the uh, Liberty spikes, yeah, uh, spiked haircut, which probably takes forever to do. And I was jealous of that hairstyle. Like I wanted that really bad, but I never had hair long long enough to do that. Why didn't you do it? I don't know. Cause I was 12 or something. Maybe it's for the better. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, I know for sure that when I, the shorter hair that I did have, I tried to do like little mini Liberty spikes and like, you could still bring it up to my sister today to this day. And she'll laugh at me about that photo that I, that I, cause there was a photo we were on vacation or something with the family and I tried to spike my hair kind of weird, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure if you bring it up to her, she'll uh, tease me about it. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and this is like one of the bands that I, I, I liked, you know, the lyrical content, um, you know, that's very like personal to them. And like sometimes they'll have fun with the lyrics. Like the day that I die, I think is through the eyes of Benji's dog. Oh yeah. Um, cash dog. Like the day that I died. Uh, it's just like the lyrics just sound like <clears throat> you're trying to make your dog's last day. Uh, the best, the best that it yeah. can, can be. That's cool. Um, I really like the lyrics in, in this world. It was like, no matter how hard they try, they can't buy their way into heaven. Because it's about, you know, people being greedy and it's called In This World, um, parentheses, murder. And it was like, no matter how, how hard they try, they can't buy their way into heaven. And then the next line was, no matter how high they try no matter how high they climb up the ladder they won't reach into heaven yeah i you know i 
just hit play and I just jumped into the middle of the song. And this is a, I think this is one of the songs that I, I kind of enjoyed. It's a little bit more, it's less punky and more just that like rock, alt rock style. Yeah. Um, And it reminds me a lot of like Pillar and Cutlass that I was listening to around the same time as when this would have come out, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Um they definitely were going for like a darker tone on yeah. this one. Uh Chronicles of Life. Well, this song, but Chronicles of Life and Death in, in general. Okay. Um I sent you a text of the artwork. Did you get that, Billy? Let me look. Billy Martin. Like so like a lot of these pictures, they're not colored in. They were colored in for the album artwork, but like if you zoom in on those, it's kind of Tim Burton-y text message. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is very uh, like Tim Burton or uh, almost looks like Invader Sim. Zim. Yeah. Like artwork. Yeah. Yeah, like that robot with the the kid the, next the to kid, him. Yeah, it looks like Invader Zim a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's a notebook somewhere where I tried to like copy his drawings. Like mimic you know, it. Yeah. Mimic it. Yeah, like not like trace, trace it, yeah. but I still, I drew those photos and I think they came out pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I, I suck <laughs> at, I suck at drawing, but if I, if I have something to copy, you know, I, I can recreate it kind of well. That's cool. But, uh, yeah. What I, I, okay. So you said you like new beginning story of my old man. Um, what, did you, you had a third one? Uh, once upon a time, the battle of life and death. Yeah. I really I like the, I like, really like the intros. Those were catchy and just, I think this one was very like whimsical type. Yeah. The one with like just chanting. Mm-hmm. I had uh, a feeling you'd like that one. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, I wish they would have done more of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting here like, oh man, like this, this would be really good on a metal album if they would have then done this or, you know, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. just, well, they kind of do that at the, yeah, they don't do it enough in between, but like they started the album with that and yeah. then in this world, like the last, uh, like if you go to, uh, like right around like four ten ish, they kind of bring that orchestral yeah. sound back, and then they really end it, end that song with a bang. It really like crescendos into a giant like orchestra ending. Oh yeah, timpanies and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was good. I yeah. overall, I thought I felt it was it was pretty good. Um, I I think they they were really good intros to the albums. Yeah, 
Yeah, the other the other albums they're not they're not as uh, solid as those two. Oh, bummer. But uh, yeah, and then they kind of like they kind of went into a uh, like their I think their last two albums like they they always try to have like a, a, a like a like a theme or something in each of their albums like a like a similar sound or like a very distinct sound just for that album. Yeah. So the one right after this, it was more, even more poppy, right? More like dancey kind of. Um, and then the one after that was very, it was called cardiology. So there was a lot of, you know, talk about love and, you know, that type of thing. But after that, their albums kind of just started to sound uh, a little more on the generic side. Okay. And they kind of stuck with that sound for like two or three albums. So in my opinion, they're past their prime. Um, but I still have all their old stuff to listen to, you know, spe- specifically these two albums and um, still, still, still love them to this day. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm scrolling through and looking at all the, um, the plays and whatnot on different things. And yeah, like if you go to, if you go to their popular songs, like their top five, um, I don't want to be in love is, is the, is the, is like the dancey album, like right after uh, Chronicles of life and death. Yeah. Well, there was good morning revival. Oh, I don't want to be in love. Dance yeah. for an anthem. That was that's just like poppy. Yeah, if you click around in that. Yeah, good morning. I like Good Morning Revival, but uh, it's like eighties. It's like jazzercise music. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the river, the river has, uh, guest, uh, performances with, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, um, the singer and the guitar player, or maybe it's the same person. I don't know. But, uh, during one of the verses. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, there he is at like 140. Somewhere in there. Or 120. Oh, 120 also? Yeah, it's well, it starts off there. And I think he does, either him or whoever the guitar player is, he does like a guitar solo at the end yeah. of the song. Like around I like that bass line. That's a sexy yeah. bass line. Yeah. I think that was another comment that is that something that they do a lot of? Do they do sexy baselines? I can't remember if that's what. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they don't always, it's not like the, the bassist is always just following the guitar. Like, yeah, he'll, he'll do his own thing. Like, um, like keep your hands off my girl. You might like that bass tone. Keep your hands off my girl. 
Trek five. Oh, of Good Morning. Good Morning Revival. Yeah. That was, I think that was a comment that I meant to say, like they have some pretty sexy bass lines. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, uh, they don't leave him behind, you know, in, in the van. woods, yeah. in the van or the woods anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And every once in a while they'll throw, they'll throw like different instruments and stuff. Like I think broken hearts parade on that same album. Yeah. Like 10 seconds. They had like, they have like trumpets brass oh yeah playing like the theme that's cool yeah so they don't they 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 switch things up every once in a while but they don't make like those different instruments they don't always make them like an integral part of their sound but it's every once in a while you'll come across a song and it's like oh there's trumpets on this one (laughs) (laughs) so um are there some grayed out tracks yeah. On your Spotify. I don't know why that is. Yeah. Good Charlotte and the Good Morning Revival. And ooh, yeah, I don't know what that is. That's weird. Where would it be now? Yeah. That's. I don't know why they would gray that out, but um, yeah, like Good Morning Revival, that first track. That's one of those ones where it's just kind of like a 50 second ditty where it's, it's not really a song. It leads into misery, but it's not really like a song song. Okay. Yeah. I wonder, I don't know why they would have, why it's this content not available. There must, I wonder if there's some sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but <laughs> a thing, yeah. yeah. There's something going on. Something. Somebody needs to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. So yeah, their last album came out in 2018. Um, it was all right. Uh wasn't, you know, like looking forward to it as much as I would have back in the day. Um, but um, you know, still like him. So that's that's really all that's really all I have to say about about them. It's just a, you know, big influence for me and, and, um, first band that really made me start caring about music. So that's good. Take you back to your roots. Take me back to my roots. And, and, uh, yeah, that's, (laughs) I think I'm good. You're good. Yeah. I don't have anything really else to add. It was, um, it was interesting to listen to it. I was going to say, cause I knew what style of music it was. I was, I was worried. I was worried that it was going to be a little too much, but it, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be <laughs> in the, in like the punky, I don't know. And maybe it's, Yeah. I really don't know how else to phrase it. Just like, I thought I was like, Oh man, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Cause I know that they're not like, I mean, I was like, I know they were kind of more punk pop and I can't handle that all the times. So I don't know how this is going to work, but it wasn't bad. And they had those nice little intros, which I 
I look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to include those two because those, those two, if I'm listening to the album, like I, I don't skip those, you know, yeah. those are, those are just like fun to listen to. Yeah. Um, really well, like fleshed out and thought out. So 20 years, favorite band, still a top five favorite band for me. And here's to another 20. Oh boy. So for my 31st birthday, thank you for yeah. hum- humoring me with some good Charlotte. No problem. It for was the, for the week. No, it was, it was good to like, like I've, I've known that you like this band. So it was good to kind of like flesh it out and hear why. And yeah. And uh, actually listen, listen to it. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. So uh, I'll probably, I think I'll, I'll like share this playlist on, uh, on the, on the Facebook thing. Oh, yeah. and something else that we forgot to mention. <clears throat> I, I meant to do it at the beginning just so oh. it's in case people don't listen all the way to the end. But uh, we have a YouTube channel now called the black cast reacts where we uh, react, l- react <laughs> and see you guys later. No, uh, we <laughs> react to like, <laughs> like new singles that are out uh, like music videos for songs we've already listened to. Like the first couple were from infected rains, new album. So the music wasn't new to us, but the, you know, the videos were, mm-hmm. um, but after that we're, we're planning to, you know, like release, stuff like three times a week, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday seems to be like what our plan is to do, you know, once we have like enough videos to release, cause we take a day and, you know, record a lot of them all at once. Yeah. Um, busted out 10. Yeah. Or, yeah. 10. The last time. So feel free to check that out. We'll, uh, I'll start including those links in, uh, you know, in the descriptions so you guys can click on them and find them easier. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening to some good Charlotte with us and we'll see you guys next week. Ta-ta.